everybody. I'm Nicole. And I'm Lindsay. And together we're the co-founders of Whale Tales, a living library of cetacean stories. Today, we welcome back our favorite friend. It's Ashley. Hi, guys. Hello. Yay. <laughs> so sit back and enjoy as we dive right in. We're very excited that Ashley's here, but our regular listeners might be like, but what about Sarah? What happened to Sarah? <laughs> Cut her out of the intro. Uh, yes. she Sarah is unfortunately not feeling well today, and we have already moved things around a couple of times to fit Ashley's schedule, because you're very popular and busy, Ashley. So unfortunately... Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> all the time. Always popular. <laughs> Maybe sometimes busy. <laughs> um so we have had to unfortunately not include sarah today we miss her terribly and we also hope that she is feeling better soon and ashley i'm sure especially she misses you the most absolutely it's not the same no well, i know but i think we can persevere i mean i love, I love both of you just as equally <laughs> oh, but you know thank you but oh, we're gonna God. persevere and we're there's gonna... a hole when one of you is missing it's true we're we're not a trifecta it's weird <laughs> But yeah. let's uh, let's talk about the season. <clears throat> All right, uh, it's not quite finished yet, so True. there's still time for more excitement. Mm. Um, yeah, and who knows? You never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Every trip out is different, which uh, has kept me doing it for as long yeah. as I have. Which how long is that now, Ash? <clears throat> this is uh, the end of my twelfth season. Oof. So. Technically, I've done it for 11 years, but this is my 12th year doing it. So wow. I always say it's my 12th season because it is. Wow. It's 12th that's, <laughs> that's a lot of whales. It's a lot of whales. Yeah. And it never gets old. Hooray. So, that's yeah, the best. <laughs> that's the best. The whales never disappoint. Yeah. Even when they're sleeping. Yeah. Even when customers are like, uh, when are they going to jump? Mm-hmm. You're like... They're amazing right now. Can you just look at yeah, these whales that you are here with? <laughs> well, when we went out, when Sarah and I went out in Oregon, like we talked about last episode, mm-hmm. the guy, I think he'd been doing it for like, I don't know, 40 years. And he was just like, so what do you want to wow. know? Like he didn't have a spiel anymore. He was just over it. Because it's also <laughs> depot bays and they go out like yeah. seven times a day, I think. Something ridiculous because it's only wow. 10 minutes to the whales. And so he's like, what do you want to know? He's like, these are gray whales. Just tell me. (laughs) Do you have any questions? Otherwise, I'm just going to stand here because I'm I'm so done with giving my spiel. I I mean, I can sort of get that because in our, I mean, not, I I still have a spiel, but I try to alter it a little bit here or there, Um, especially if I've got passengers that have come out with me before I'm mm-hmm. like oh man yeah I've heard everything well at least you get different um, species Here. yeah absolutely and different animals so like yeah you know some of these animals I do legitimately have stories with you know like it's not just um I mean in in my intro on the way out when I'm like doing the whale spotting tutorial and making myself look like a, a fool <laughs> <laughs> but I love it I wouldn't change my intro and nobody nobody else does it like me <laughs> even when I've trained people I don't think anybody else copies my intro for how to spot whales which is fine by me because it's you know it's my thing 
Yeah. Uh, but at 42 years old, I still do these like jumps. <laughs> <laughs> And that might sound weird because uh, you're like, what? Like, you just talked about how don't expect whales to jump. Um, <laughs> it's not even about whales jumping. It's about how big humpback exhales are. And yeah. I try to show them how big they are. <laughs> and I can't physically jump high enough, but I still jump to kind of show. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the fool in me. But I love it. I love it. Um, and I, yeah, I I don't think anybody else has actually copied me on that, which is hilarious to me because they've copied so much other stuff when I've trained people. Like you can go out and you can hear like almost word for word some yeah. of the things that I've said in the past, which is great because it means that they're saying accurate things. Mm, right. True. That's important. Accuracy. Do you wait, do you have a height of yeah. uh, like a number on how of meters, how big whale blows are? I don't think I know this. Uh, I think I, I did recently, but I can't remember. Okay. But like, I know, I know that I physically can't jump. Oh yeah. No. Like I know that they're very large, but I don't think I've ever thought about how tall they Um, actually are. Interesting. No, I, I think I did. I think I did see that recently though. There's a couple of things I learned this year that, uh, shocked me. Nicole, get your fun flip for fact notebook out. (laughs) What, but it could be a fun flipper fact that you guys already knew. Who knows? <laughs> That's highly doubtful. <laughs> yeah. You probably know more than we do about many things. Uh, well, this one's about porpoises. I feel like you guys might have more porpoise knowledge than I do. I feel like my porpoise um, knowledge is very specific, but not helpful. Well, so- <laughs> so well i'll just say it because we're on it right now yeah, okay. but my, what i learned about porpoises this year was that they've got a serrated edge on the front of their dorsal fin so they've got tubercles like humpbacks have tubercles to increase aerodynamics in the water when they're traveling what and i actually got photos of harbor porpoise this year up by halibut bank where you can clearly see holy the serrations. crap Whoa. And I was like, I've been doing this for how long? And I had no idea. And like, I had just seen, I'd just seen something on Facebook on like one of the naturalist pages. Somebody had posted something about uh, porpoises and their tubercles on their dorsal fin. And I was like, huh? What? What? I hadn't, I never heard this before. And then like a week or two later, I was with like, tons and tons of harbor porpoise on halibut bank in like glassy Mm. glassy seas and we shut down and they didn't care that we were there and so we had some surfacing really close to us and so i got some photos and like it's shocking i was just like what like you look at them and you think it's smooth yeah (laughs) you think it's like like the front of it well now i now i'm like worried that orca somehow has <laughs> i think you probably <laughs> like, would have I noticed have close... I... no i well and the thing is i have close photos of orca dorsal fins and i've not seen it so i'm you know i'm pretty confident that they don't but i'm like what is happening in my world okay so here's <laughs> my problem with this because you're blowing my mind okay i have <laughs> it held mine too. harbor porpoises in my arms I will send you photos. <laughs> maybe they, I will send you photos. Maybe it's a they have maturity to, thing. 
I was that was what I was about to ask. I was like, considering Maybe. this is relatively well. See, here's 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 the thing. I don't yeah. have all the details clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, because the two that I held were were juvenile, like not even juveniles. They were calves. They were like yeah. newborn, weeks old calves. Um, so you never, you weren't part of the Levi team. No, so I didn't work with Levi. Um, I was Daisy and Jack back when they were yeah. both like in the rescue center, and. Yeah. So I mean, I, they're know, tiny tubercles, but they're <laughs> they're there. But like, I would be. I mean, Grant, I was holding them from underneath. I was holding them ventrally. But I was in, I was holding them up for like hours at a time looking at their backs. (laughs) Were you focused on their dorsal fin though? No, I was very much focused on their breathing and also being very cold. (laughs) Exactly. So they might also have it. I I mean, that's definitely something to look into now. (laughs) I'm so, I am floored. I'm completely floored. I I will make sure there's a photo available. (laughs) Um, yeah, so I guess that's something that we will we'll have to look into further. But yeah, I'll definitely have a a photo for you guys. Well, already, Ashley, you've been worth the price of admission to our podcast, which is free. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been worth it. Um, so Ashley, what were let's start with like highlights. What were some of the highlights of the season for you? Oh gosh. Um highlights, uh we had one day where we had, I think it was every single member of the 124 A's. So like the A2s, the A4s, um, I think even A1. Yeah, um, they were coming up through uh, through Sansom and they were just on fire. Like they just had beans in their bodies. Like they were... <laughs> Uh, they were active the entire time. This was a, this was also a day where we had a morning trip and an afternoon trip. And when we got with them in the afternoon, they were still going. So like hours and hours and hours. Our morning trip was the best. Uh, well, yeah, I'd say it was the best, but they were still amazing in the afternoon too. Um, yeah, like breeches uh lots of on the belly uh or uh, on the back double peck slaps (laughs) lots of tail slaps um it was just they just didn't stop like the whole time we were with them um and the and the conditions there were glassy too so i've had i've had a few really cool glassy calm days where things were interesting getting to see those harbor porpoises (laughs) pretty crazy and I got to uh, this year like I actually got to send harbor porpoise pictures into uh porpoise.org awesome um and they were super keen on it when they saw those photos because um like obviously you don't often get some like really close up crystal clear you know (laughs) porpoise photos (laughs) um so yeah they were excited to get those which was really really awesome awesome um what else uh we had indie doing indie craziness again this Mm -hmm. year um we had uh well i personally had i think four five five moms with baby humpbacks oh nice yeah um and i think of those i think i got 
at least three um, really good calf fluke photos, which is exciting. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm always... <laughs> if you come on a boat with me and the whales aren't fluking, you will hear me beg every time. <laughs> Just like, please, 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 show me your tail. <laughs> um, I think my passengers think it's funny. <laughs> I think... <laughs> Uh, we had, oh, we had, um, uh, had Pop-Tart with her baby and her baby was just oh, yeah. reaching out of the oh, water like was crazy. So happy and also terrifying that Pop-Tart is old enough to have a baby because I feel like that just happened, even know. though it was like okay. seven years yeah. ago. <laughs> True. However, however, uh, who is it? I think, is it Olympus and Seabird? Who returned with babies, and one of them is five, and the other is six. Whoa! Oh my! That's a. Uh, what was happening down there last summer? I don't know, but I'm like, uh, that means they were pregnant at four and five. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, I guess we've sort of alluded to it, but I'm just keeping in mind our listeners who aren't necessarily as familiar oh, yes. with the locals as we are. The, we are currently talking about humpback whales. Humpbacks, yeah. Yes. My apologies. No worries, it's all good. I I got swept up and then was like, oh wait, wait, <laughs> like wait a minute, I better clarify. <laughs> um, yeah. So which is kind of crazy because you know, like our standard life history talk about humpbacks is that they reach mm -hmm. maturity at about seven. Which I mean, it is at about seven, so it's not like that's yeah. a, a hard and fast number. And I mean, even with our orca, you know, we always say between 12 to 15 years of age but then we've had 10 year olds have babies so yeah. um you know it's similar to us right like there's early bloomers there's late bloomers look at how long it took anvil to show up with a baby uh yeah. back wise mm -hmm. um i mean we all suspected that she was a girl for ages and ages because of how massive she is but um until she showed up with a baby we had we weren't like 100 percent sure uh, I will say uh, I did a count and um, it's I was kind of shocked, actually. Um, I got to hang out with 38 different Bigs Orca families or solo Whoa. males. So I split it into like, oh. I just made a list of, you know, all the groupings. So if they're a solo, you know, I they're, that's a family in that list. Mm -hmm. Wow. So 38 different families or solos. Um and uh, 76 different humpbacks so far. Holy shit. Yeah, that, I, that I've personally gotten to see. So um, that's not including all the other ones that are out there. Yeah, that I out there. <laughs> have, that other boats have seen, but I haven't. <laughs> that's, yeah, I, I don't yeah, get jealous that's a lot. at all. Yeah, it's, it, it, I was shocked. I was, um, I don't know what I, I after counting, I, I'm like, I don't even know what I thought I was at, but I did mm -hmm. not think I was that high. And as I was making the list and writing out the humpback names in particular, I was like, what? this list is still, still going. <laughs> still going. Okay. I have more. Um, <laughs> trying to find a spot on my, on my sheet to add more names. It's <laughs> so like, oh God. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it was, um. It was a really cool season for a few different reasons. I mean, obviously, um, the humpbacks weren't as uh, late as they were last year, which was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, I've gotten to see a few individuals that I've never met before, which is awesome. 
Um, and uh, one of the highlights of my season so far is the number of times I've gotten to see um, Chainsaw and his mom, the oh. Biggs. Yeah. Yes. Um, I've gotten to see them seven times this year. I feel like Chainsaw was around a lot more this year than he, he was. normally is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I'm going to pull out how whale nerdy I am right now. Um, I've never had a whale boyfriend like uh, most of my colleagues have. Um, Chainsaw is officially my whale boyfriend now because I'm so happy for you too. Thank you. I I think I'm going to get a chainsaw tattoo. (gasps) Amazing. Um, It's a good choice. It's a great choice. Yeah. Um, so the reason he is getting top billing right now is, uh, and probably for the rest, for the rest of time, um, (laughs) is, uh, every time, so I mean, I always want to see those those two. I always want to yeah. see him and his mom. Um, but uh, it was funny because there was a number of times where we got word that he was in the area with some other whales and that uh, there was another group somewhere else and we were heading to the other group and he would show up and block us from going to the other group. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I was like, oh, change. Like, and it was like one day... Um, they were reported kind of off of Gabriola and uh, um, the uh, T, T125A and T128 uh, Flotsam and Jetsam were um, closer uh, when we got the report. So we were heading towards them. They were like just in Gabriola Pass or something like that or somewhere on the inside of the Gulf Islands. And so I was like, well, that'll be great because I haven't seen them. So even though I want to see Chainsaw, I haven't seen these boys. And they were with some other whales, too. And it was like, it was like, like the first whale that showed up was Chainsaw. And he like showed up very close to our boat without us noticing. And it was like, he was like, "Uh, excuse me, you are not going to see any of the other boys out here. I am here. You are hanging out with me. And I was like, yes, sir. Yeah. (laughs) got it <laughs> so he's uh he's my whale boyfriend now that's perfect it's perfectly acceptable it's a cool choice <laughs> it's like everybody else can keep stanley they can keep jack i don't i don't need those boys mm. i got me just stanley got might me be mine Chainsaw. yeah and stanley's fantastic he's a great uh great guy we've only seen them or i've only seen them twice this season mm which is insane because they used to be like them in the 137 yeah, were the whales to see in this area. Yeah, um, that's why then, he's mine because he's yeah. he was always the one who I saw. It was like they're like there's killer whales over there. I'm like, is there three or the or four of them depending yeah. on what year it was? And I was like, yeah, that's who they are. That's who it is. One big one, um, two tiny ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. And, well, and even the 137s, which are usually pretty common up here, I've only seen them four four times this year. Hmm. Um, and a couple of times they were, it was, so, so I will say, um, Jack and Wright, uh, have very special places in my heart just because they're, they're so quirky (laughs) and precocious. Um, and Wright absolutely takes after her big brother. (laughs) And, uh, the last couple of times we saw them, those two were traveling together and mom and Tempest were either nowhere to be found or with another group around an island (laughs) it was it was really funny um i think they're back together now but i'm not sure speaking of big guys and their moms as i was looking at your page and uh, 
the encounter you had in August with Galliano. And he's so big. I know. He's massive, hey? Like, his pecs are, I don't even know, like, the size of my couch? I don't know. They're so big. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what I usually say to people when they're on board is, uh, if, if I talk about male male pectoral fins which i do every once in a while but not every trip see i change it up there you go <laughs> um is like that they're basically the same size as like a minivan door jeez jeez yeah oh my god yeah maybe a little bit smaller but basically oh, that's such a good analogy ashley <laughs> who do you think is the is the biggest male bigs right now uh rainy t11 mm, that's what i was thought yeah yeah sorry t11a not t11a <laughs> yeah that would be a phenomenon oh, Gary's um, slapping me right now <laughs> yeah well his dorsal is insane rainy's yeah not well Gary's. they did uh no <laughs> i mean if gary had a dorsal <laughs> um i they did photogrammetry on him um mm-hmm. So I think he was measured at just over 27 feet long. Jesus. He's the biggest in the Sailor Sea. Or at least he was as of the last measuring. Maybe Galliano's. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's time they did some more. um, I'm sure they're working on it. They have other things going on. They shouldn't. (laughs) I'm just kidding. There's hey, a lot of whales out there. Always want to know. Yeah, a lot of whales and only like what three drones? It's we got. Oh, yeah. I know, I know. We need more. Well, we need more permits to be able to do that kind yeah. of stuff too. But, yeah, but uh, wasn't it? I think Lance said that the permits weigh more than the drones. <laughs> That's funny. Probably. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work. Um, okay, so who else? What else did you see? Killer whales and humpbacks, pfft, whatever. They're not important to uh, our fans. <laughs> yeah, your fans hate those. Um, <laughs> I was going to say them, and then I said those, but I made it sort of a double, then those <laughs> word together. Sorry about that. Um, classic. Uh, we had uh, a couple of gray whales this year early on. Um, I don't think we've had anything else um, cetacean-wise. Hmm. Um, I was hoping we'd get Rizzo's again, but didn't happen. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, because um, they hold yeah. a special place in my heart, and I know it's been harder and harder and harder to see them, which is one of the crazy, like, just in my lifetime can see the effect of whatever, whether it's climate change or what. Did you see any dolls? I haven't. I haven't seen dolls for a number of years. I know. Um, I, there was <clears throat> I there was a report of a few of them a couple of days ago. Where? I don't remember. Somewhere <laughs> in BC. Um, it was well, the first I, time I'd seen something about them all summer. It's like, I mean, uh, we go up fair. north in BC. It's just yeah. we haven't yeah, seen Yeah, I mean, even, even just a little bit further, like, towards um, Campbell River and that, there's more dolls up there. Mm-hmm. Um uh, if you go south of it too, though, like Boundary Pass, Harrow Strait, Strait of Juan de Fuca, um, there seems to be reports every once in a while of of some dolls. Um, but yeah, otherwise it's all all harbors up here, and it's hard to say. Like, is it 
Because, I mean, yeah, it's sort of crazy because it used to be there was way more dolls yeah. than you would see than you would see Harbor Porpoise. And slowly it's just the complete reversal. It's more, mm-hmm. way, way, way more Harbor Porpoise. Um, and it's hard, like, you, you can't say that there's a correlation, but it sort of feels like there's a correlation yeah. just yeah. because of how it's worked out. But, um, but yeah, there's... I miss them. I miss them a lot. Mind you, I also have a much bigger camera now, so it would be harder to photograph them. <laughs> which which is my top concern of always. Yeah. So sorry, I interrupted you because I care about dolls, but you were hoping to see no, no, no. those and didn't see any. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, they're not really supposed to be in here, so yeah. it's probably a good thing, but uh, yeah. And I wish that we would see... Um, Pacific white sides down here more often, mm-hmm. but that seems to be just a winter thing in like my local area. Yeah. Super <laughs> of course, random. when we're closed, why not when we're closed? Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it while we're whale watching. <laughs> we ha- oh, 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 I forgot about a really cool thing that happened this year. Yay. Um, we had uh, a day not too long ago. I'm just trying to pull it up here. Uh, oh, it was September 24th. We had, um, we uh, got word that um, the Prince of Wales guys had picked up some uh, orca kind of up by Halibut Bank. Um, and they were interacting with, with humpbacks. <laughs> and so we tried to quickly get on scene. And same thing, we got on scene and they were still milling around each other um windy was in the mix um yeah yeah uh windy was not not impressed that the orca were there lots of trumpeting lots of tail slashing um monarch and velvet were in the mix too and so it was sort of they were sort of circling each other so it was definitely i think started out with the humpbacks harassing the orca like normal that sounds weird to say like normal, but it is. Um, and then it was almost like the the orca just didn't care. <laughs> they were, um, and then there was some some moments where they were all like mixed in together, and it was like I don't know if the orca were just maybe antagonizing the the humpbacks a little bit after being harassed, um, but uh, they, yeah, they were they were all in a kerfuffle. Amazing. Huh. And it was great. Which um, orcas was, was it? T2Cs and the uh, T2Cs and the 124Ds. Hmm. It's interesting. What were so, the humpbacks doing all together? Yeah. I mean, they've they've been sort of there was so up up in the <laughs> like higher strait of Georgia. Uh higher strait. <laughs> I'm clearly clearly on my game tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the sort of northern section of Strait of Georgia. Um, there's been a lot of humpbacks just sort of in that area. Um, uh, not every day, but most most days the last hmm. little while. Um, I keep missing like the really cool uh, events. Like um, uh, Anthony from Prince of Wales got to see uh, uh, 
uh, like called us on the radio. We were hanging out with two two humpbacks, and he's like, "You guys need to get over here." Um, mm -hmm. And he had like six plus humpbacks like lunge feeding together. Oh my god! Uh, as soon as, of course, as soon as we get there, they'd sort of spread out a bit. But it was, it, I mean, it was still cool. You could see humpbacks everywhere. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I was like, "Oh, missed the lunge feeding, dang." Mm. But yeah, it's been a, it's been wild for humpbacks. Uh, we they came in so early in such great number that we thought that we were maybe not going to see them as much. Mm -hmm. That they were going to leave earlier. Like we thought maybe they came in early and we're going to leave early. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that hasn't really hasn't really happened. Hooray! Um, <laughs> What I am very excited about is that uh, I can't remember if I said it uh, at the end of last year but, um, in our chat, but uh, all of us, a bunch of us thought that um, that Zigzag was pregnant last year mm. and she was one of the ones that showed up with a baby. Hooray! Yeah. And this year we've all sort of been talking that we think Divot and Raptor are like a little pregnant mama's club because they've been hanging out a fair bit together. So we'll we'll see if we can. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're proved correct next year. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard to say, but like they didn't have a cap this year, and next year will be year two. So I mean it, it makes sense. I mean mm -hmm. two to three years is pretty pretty average, but um, I don't know. We all just had a feeling. It wasn't even about timing with Zigzag last year. It was just she just I don't know the way she was behaving just felt. I'm yeah. full of baby. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to yeah. do anything. <laughs> um, and we, I think we're sort of getting the same vibe from Divot and Raptor this year. So hopefully we'll see see babies from them. I like that year. they had each other at least. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Zigzag nice. was all on her own last year. Poor lady. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Zigzag and, or Divot and Raptor are totally just uh, buddy buddy at the moment. Aww. Which is really cool. Yeah. Oh, um, mm -hmm. one of <laughs> I got very excited this year because one of my favorite humpbacks is Strike, and she showed up with a baby this year. Ooh. Um, I didn't get. To, I think I saw her twice this year, so I'm a little bit sad that I didn't get to hang out with her and her baby a bit more. But I did get a really good fluke photo of her, her nice. baby. They came into House Sound one day, and I I got some good, uh, good baby tail shots. I was in House Sound so much this year. What the hell? <laughs> you didn't see any. No. Actually, we did see, I did have two fairy encounters, which I haven't had in a while. Yeah. Nice. Which is nice. But just actually um, just this weekend. Um, nice. Well, right coming out of Horseshoe Bay, there was two. But. Um, I want to say Raptor did it. <laughs> probably. Well, they were they were doing a lot of peg slapping. So if you're talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I mean, okay. I've there seen might have been So. We, um, uh, it's really, uh, I'm trying to think, I don't know if it was Raptor and Divot the day that I had Raptor just do some really cool, she got kind of active, um, did a couple of tail, tail throws and then was doing some peck slaps, um, one day. Um, so not every day, uh, but, or maybe, but not when everybody's around. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, so it's definitely, definitely possible. Um, the other thing that was really interesting, we had um, Cassiopeia sort of shadowing them mm. by like 500 meters one day. So just like every Random. time we thought he was leaving, they would also turn direction. So it was sort of like he was either anticipating or they were each kind of keeping track of each other, but staying about 500 meters apart. It was really interesting. It was just a boy keeping an eye on the girls. Yeah. <laughs> Are we trying to get a, a bit of an early fin up on who you might want to mate with when they all get down south? Like, yeah. Are you looking are you looking for an escort to the breeding ground? Yes. Let me assist. <laughs> Let me assist. Yeah, he's going through I, he's going through his I catalog of eligible yeah. ladies yeah. for the season. <laughs> so yeah, we know that the rules have changed, but and you're not allowed to watch them, but did you guys encounter any southern residents this year? Um, we didn't, um, so there was one day where, uh, I think somebody had reported them coming up and I can't remember. It might've been my pal might've spotted them. They might've been out earlier and spotted them and then reported them. And, and we tried to keep, um, keep higher and keep away from them. Um, Mm -hmm. We were hanging out with some humpbacks and uh, I mean, we were very, 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 very far away from them, but you could see, you could see their dorsal fins on Mm -hmm. the horizon. And so um, that was the only um, encounter. Um, But I mean, my, it's amazing how much my passengers were enthralled, even with just those little tiny dorsal fins yeah. on the surface like yeah. I mean I go hard on that talk too like I I talk really openly about how we don't know where we mm-hmm. are with that population we don't know if there's still hope or if we're just clinging to um to a dream um which you know like we're all hoping that's not the case we all hope that that there is a future for these animals but we don't know Um, and I don't shy away from that with my passengers and, and I make it really clear that every time we get to see them, no matter how far away we are, like Mm -hmm. that's a, that's an incredible gift, um, that we don't watch them anymore. We're not going to get any closer than, um, than what we are. And we were, I don't even know. It was, it, they were so far away from us, like, so that's why I don't even count count it as an encounter. Like I, it, I didn't enter that as sightings data because we were so far away from mm-hmm. them; it wouldn't have been an accurate uh, report. Um, and we weren't with them; like we were probably a thousand meters away. Like, yeah, it was like I, I, I did get some photos with my my bazooka of a camera, <laughs> but. Um, like they were so far away. Most of them aren't in focus. Like they're, they weren't like, mm-hmm. I was like, I, I've got a couple that worked out. Like you can see Blackberry in the mix for sure. Aww. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, you can always tell. Yeah. You can always boys. find Blackberry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, like, uh, well, in the other day we had a report that the residents were coming up the straight that the, uh, one of the Stevenson companies had seen them coming up 
And then we got a report a little bit later that there was some orca off the or pointed at the bell buoy off the north arm. And uh, and the captain that was on board with me was like, ah, I just it's going to be resonance. I was like, well, what's what's the composition? And he's like, it was reported as all females. And I was like, well, the whales that we had yesterday, which were tees, were all females. And they were headed down that direction. So if the mm-hmm. resis are gonna are coming up, those guys are gonna have turned tail and gone the opposite direction. Um, they're far enough away from the original report that it could be other whales, but it also could be the leaders of the residents. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's just so much paperwork if we go. And I was like, I did the paperwork. It's not that much paperwork. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, like that, I was in charge last year, so I was the one doing all the the reporting. So like, I'm fully aware of what the uh what the requirements are, but uh, I was like, you don't have to, but I I just I I think it's worth investigating, and it was it was worth investigating because they were the T thirty five A's and the T thirty eight A's. So, um, he was like, yeah, I'm glad we I'm glad we went. I was like, hey. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I know what I'm doing. That's <laughs> always always nice to nice to be respected. Yeah. Yeah. Can you speak to the paperwork? Because I think when the new regulations came out, we talked about it, but I think that was like two years ago now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what is it that like aside from not actively watching and the distance, what is it that has that you have to go through if you happen yeah. upon the residents? Yeah. So there's a couple things. Um, as soon as we see them, so like anybody who works within the Pacific Whale Watch Association, we all have our own app that's a private app for our sightings that we um, accumulate data and information for that we can pass on to researchers and researchers and stuff. Um, but we, if we see uh, southern resident killer whales, so it doesn't count for northern residents northern residents um aren't in the same situation so they're the fine. restrictions do not, <laughs> do not include them uh, they're only for the southern resident killer whales um but uh when we're on scene with them we have to um we have to report it on the uh ras app so the whale report app um so that's an immediate thing that has to happen um and of course leave right away uh slowly mm-hmm. but purposefully um and then uh basically um when we're back or you know once we let whoever management um whoever's management know um they have to report it um as soon as possible it's not like a super rush uh for transport canada but we have to report it to transport canada as well let them know um uh, who saw them, like what vessel, um, who we saw, um, and where we saw them. Um, and then I think at the end of the year, we have to do like another, like just full report of all the sightings. So even though we've already reported when mm-hmm. it happens or very shortly after uh, those sightings have happened, then at the end of the year, there's like another like report that's like, please send us like every every sighting that you had of these guys. Um, so it's not like, it's not crazy. Yeah. It's just an email. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's more complicated when we see them in American waters and have to go through um, the uh, um, uh, Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife reporting. Mm-hmm. That one's a little bit more complicated, I believe, but the the uh, Transport Canada one's not too bad. Thanks. So, yeah, not 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 so difficult that you know it's not worth checking. Like if you uh, yeah. know, obviously, then don't go because that would be breaking the rules. But if you're not sure, like, and yeah. it's better to be able to, especially if they're at the North Arm. Like when we were with the T35As and the T38As, there was a freighter just barreling in to English Bay and like coming mm. in closer to the North Arm than I think I've ever seen a freighter come in. Um, I feel like they normally swing wider cause they're not, yeah. you know, um, and he was going fast. Mm. Um, and mm-hmm. I didn't hear, um, the captain, um, rip, like get on the, uh, VHF to, to alert that vessel that there were whales there. Um, but I think some of my passengers heard the conversation and they were like, he did not sound happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I get it. Time is money for them. But at the same time, it's like there's literally a voluntary slowdown in this area. Like you get benefits if you slow yeah. down. Yeah. Not, you know, but also you're people... about to have to slow down anyway. You're yeah. about to go exactly. into a bay. Not that far like... out. Um, I, he, I don't even think he really adjusted. Like he, w- those whales were swimming in that direction and that, that freighter mm. was not very far from like the well, well inside like 50 meters of those whales. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure much less than that, but, um, yeah, that was, uh, that was stressful. My passengers were stressed out. I was stressed out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been a it's been a weird year. I think we've done more calls and horn blasts and mm-hmm. hand waving to slow, you know, private vessels down. Cool. Um, Ashley, you sort of started yeah. to touch on it, but because we want to give our listeners a complete picture of what's going on in the Salish Sea when you come mm-hmm. on, uh, mm-hmm. were there any other maybe more low lights or 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 change that you observed this summer? Hmm. Um, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know that there's, um, been an overly noticeable change. We have like, I don't know. We haven't seen a whole lot of lunch feeding from the humpbacks, but I think that's just that the food is maybe a bit deeper right now. And, and like, they still seem to be doing like circling behavior and, We've had some animals doing these weird, weird thrashes through the water that you're like, are you okay? Or are you, (laughs) what are you doing? But I think that maybe they were thrashing to get the food sort of corralled. I don't know. It was, (laughs) Mm -hmm. there's been a few weird whale behaviors, but um, like the other day, I think it was uh, a humpback named Eros. Uh, I didn't get to see Eros do this, but um, some of the other boats were like, he's thrashing around really strangely. Um, and they sort of thought maybe he was entangled he or She was entangled. Um, but then he, they were acting normally again. So, um, and then I saw it a few days later, wasn't doing anything overly weird. 
Um, and then just yesterday, yeah, yesterday, uh, we had this other humpback, I think, um, it, it doesn't have a nickname yet, um, but it's BCX1965, I think, um, was doing these weird, like, tail swishes, slashes, sort of slashing its peck fins at the surface, but not, like, not doing peck slapping, but, like, being upright and doing these weird, like, I don't know, just really weird motions. And you're like, uh, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I literally said that out in loud my... in front of my passengers and be like, what, what, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, some of the whales are weird this year. Um, I almost wanted to be like, if this one doesn't have a nickname, we should call it like weirdo wacko the weirdo or something like that. <laughs> it's just it was very strange um but i think when i thought about it and kind of watched it a bit more that's sort of what i thought maybe like are they trying out like a new new feeding technique a little hurting um i don't know it was really interesting um i haven't seen a whole lot of orca hunting this year but at the same time, like I have seen hunts and they're all looking healthy. So, um, I don't think anything's going on poorly with them either. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen anything sad this year, which is great. Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> that is. So, uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm glad not to have something to share on that side of things. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, um, Indy was still hanging out on his own, uh, which is still weird to me. Um, but he's getting food, obviously. So yeah, yeah. I, he did join up with his family again for like a day, and then he was off on his own. But it wasn't just his family; there was other whales there too. Well, you've already kind of blown our minds with one crazy fun flipper fact that I'm still reeling yeah. from. Um, but before we do that, we're going to take a quick moment to talk to our listeners about how they can support the podcast and everything we do at Whale Tales. You can become a patron by visiting our website, patreon.com slash whaletales, where we have three different levels of support for $1 a month or the porpoise level, uh, $5 a month or the dolphin level, or $10 a month at the whale level. Each level comes with a variety of perks, including polls, thank you postcards, access to extended interviews or stories with guests, um, producing your own fun flipper facts segment of the podcast our whale level pod patrons also get access to a special patreon po podcast whale tales watches in which we talk watch a movie that's marine themed and then discuss it our last one was the meg 2 which was special, special. <laughs> coming up at the end of this month will be orca the movie from the 70s 80s yeah which i haven't watched yet the and i'm one? nervous but excited yeah have you ever seen it yes Ashley? the horror one i haven't i haven't i've seen ads for it and uh there's been talk about it on the naturals page over the years periodically um one day one day well <laughs> listen to our whale tales and you'll hear all about it <laughs> none of us have seen it before and we're all like really trepidatious about <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be absolutely epic. Just epically, horribly, awfully amazing. Yeah. 
So if you're one of our patrons at the whale level, you have that to look forward to. And no matter what level you are, thank you so, so much to all of our patrons. You are incredible and we truly couldn't do what we do without you. Yes. If you aren't able to support us financially, there's still lots of things you can do to help us out. You can leave us a rating or a review on your podcast platform of choice, like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, which will help other people find us. And you can also tell your friends, cetacean, science, nature, ocean, people, they want to come listen. So tell them about us. Everybody loves whales. Just tell everyone. I have never done this this paragraph before. I'm just making it my own. Um, plus you can follow us on social media at whaletales underscore org and send us your feedback so that we can keep making the podcast even better okay Ashley are you ready to share another fun flipper fact the short one short song today I mean, I only learned that this year too. So, um, and it was quite, um, it was quite funny because I told other people that are naturalists, and they're like, "Sorry, what?" <laughs> so clearly, a lot of people don't know about it. Um, but it's yeah. So I felt very privileged to be able to to share that uh, knowledge. Um, I don't know if it's ever been said before, but uh, humpback. Baby tails change a fair bit over the first year or two of life, so we don't actually categorize them until we've recited them after the fact. Because, uh, and and then like hopefully get new ID photos so that we can uh, identify them forever. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they change a fair bit. Yeah, I remember that with Pop Tart because she was seen so much because she's got a famous yeah. mommy. Um, and then she didn't have an ID because I just was kept trying to put add her ID number into our site along with her nickname and I was like come on guys give her an ID (laughs) but (laughs) well we're all um, in a better spot for identifying them too because uh, now um, there's the CPHC which is the Canadian Pacific uh, Humpback Collaboration um it's a bunch of the ngos for um humpback research in this area that have all gotten together and are finally um finally yeah well because it was all on dfo since 2010 like we were all waiting and they haven't done any so all the ngos have kind of sort of um tried to keep track of these animals but we've each done it in our own ways and um so now uh, DFO is also on board, so now we're able to give them BCX, BCY, BCZ numbers. Oh, good. Um, so that um, that'll be coming out a bit more in all the different catalogs. Um, sadly, there's not one big public catalog just yet. Uh, that might happen. It might not. It's sort of there's a lot of back and forth about that. Um, but all of those BC numbers will be um, the same for the same animals in all of the catalogs that are out there. That Hooray! awesome yeah. news. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for our listeners, if you are curious, Happy Will does list all the ID numbers that it knows of. Yes. The So if you go and you search Big Mama, for example, you will see 
all of hers, including the ones that Happy Will identifies gives to them. Then I think that one's mm-hmm. mostly for ones that they've seen, and also just for counting how many mm-hmm. dang whales they got in that thing, because it's quite a lot now. Massive, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I also googled it while we were talking, and humpback flukes, uh, humpback blows are about three meters high. Oh yeah, you can't bigger than an orca dorsal fin, an yeah. orca male dorsal fin. <laughs> Yeah, you can't jump that high. Nope. No, I cannot. I can't even. I can't even jump in a male orca dorsal fin. <laughs> well, it's good to have goals. <sighs> you can jump a harbor porpoise dorsal fin height. So yes. there you go. Yes, I can. I can do that. And you should be proud of that fact. Before we wrap, Ashley, yes. what? Yes. If you could tell our listeners who some live by the ocean and some don't, mm-hmm. one thing that you would like them to do to help whales, no matter which cetacean species we're talking about, what is your pick for a passion call to action today? I didn't intend for that to rhyme, but I love it. <laughs> hey, that's how you get people hooked. Those, those, those hard rhymes. <laughs> um... I think what I, one of the things that I always say to my passengers is that it starts with baby steps. If you go big, those are harder things, harder changes to maintain. Um, if you're trying to change your behavior to, to be more sustainable or, you know, be more environmentally friendly. Um, but it's finding those small things in your day-to-day life that you can comfortably change at the beginning. Um, bring a reusable water bottle with you, reusable coffee cup, um, reusable shopping bags. Um, I think my biggest thing is there's always ways in our day-to-day lives to minimize our, our plastics use. You don't have to get rid of all plastics. Nobody's capable of that. It's there. It's mm-hmm. there. It's it's in everything. But finding those ways that you can minimize your plastics use wherever you possibly can. Um, I, you know, I think sadly there's more things that we need to have happen changed at a corporate level um, in mm-hmm. so many ways. Um, but where we put our money and how we purchase things and what we're willing to spend our money on changes what corporations are willing to do as well. Absolutely. So if we're willing to buy things that are more environmentally friendly and sustainable, they're more willing to make those things. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. I might have thank said you that for before. being here. <laughs> mm. Ah, my pleasure. I love yeah, it's being been... here, Ashley. This is my favorite time yeah. of year. <laughs> Thanks for always coming back to us. <laughs> the Ashley Roundup. Yeah. yeah, I like it. <laughs> and with that, do you have any last any last words to our listeners, Ashley? I think just get outside. Get outside. Go explore. Um, my favorite thing to hashtag anything that I post is the wild awaits because it does. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously, again, leave leave only footprints, not nothing else behind. But um, I think that we we all connect more and want to protect 
more when we get out there and explore the world around us that isn't so human centric. Mm. Um, so get outside. Doesn't matter if you're close to the ocean or if you're in the middle of a landlocked continent. Um, it's good for you. Um, <laughs> it gets you to breathe deeper. It gets you to relax and just be invested in, in the world around you. That's not just humans. That's very wise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it feels weird. <laughs> All right. Well, was that too, was that too much? No. No, was I liked it. It was absolutely perfect. And on that note, that's the end of our episode. So we'd love to hear your thoughts, listeners, on this episode or any episode that we've ever done ever. So please visit our <laughs> website, whale-tales.org, and where you can find links to all of our social media handles so that you can drop us a line. We love hearing from you. It's the best part of our day. We've had a couple of like really, really special yeah. listeners reach out, comments and 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 reviews, and, and even one listener sending us some handmade crafts this past month. And it like I am so high on joy for days after each yeah. one that it's the very, very best. <laughs> yeah, That's it's, so sweet. it's really awesome. It is so yeah. sweet. So thank you. You can also head to our site to subscribe to our podcast, learn about supporting us and becoming a patron, and check out almost 1,300 whale, dolphin, and porpoise stories, including all of Ashley's. She's got lots on there. Yeah, including her boyfriend <laughs> and also rainy I forgot, I forgot i told you that already <laughs> and remember that's whale-tales.org tales like the story not tales like the animal and if you've seen a citation we would love to add your story to our library click on the share link on our website contact us on social media at whaletales underscore org or email us a voice memo and tell us all about your incredible encounter ashley do you want to share your handles if anybody sure. wants to check you out. Sure. Um, I haven't posted for a bit, but I am going to get back into it. So on Instagram, I'm at Vital Ocean. Um, and then I did start a TikTok that is at Slow Mo Water, um, <laughs> which I really like. Um, and I actually just today, after going through <laughs> some of my photos from the season, I think I'm going to start another Instagram that is going to mm. be... Um, Splash Chronicles. <laughs> nice. Um, and it's going to be, so it might not be everybody's cup of tea, but it's going to be sort of, you know, um, a lot of the breach sequence or tail slap sequence that we get. Some of the most amazing splashes happen at the end, and they are often extremely crisp, perfect photos. Um, so I think I'm going to start a, a splash, uh, splash photo. Well, I Instagram. will maybe think about being back on social media again to look at that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I will let you know when I start it so that uh, you can per peruse. Perfect. Yeah. And finally, we want to acknowledge that we recorded today's episode on the unceded territories of the Coast Salish people, specifically the Musqueam, Swamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations, as well as the homelands of the Tawasan First Nation. Thank you, everybody, so much. Thank you, Ashley, so, so much for being here. Yay! Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. And we hope you all have a whaley great day. <laughs>